Hello, and welcome back to Floating Focus, an ADHD podcast. On today's episode, I want to have a look at social cues. Now, if you ask my girlfriend, (laughs) she probably says that my social cues are a little bit weak. Um, And yeah, it's sort of been my ongoing mission to sort of improve that for myself. Um, What is social cues? I guess like the easiest way to sum it up is sort of understanding everyone's emotions around you but or just by the way that their body language is or the way that they're expressing themselves not being like verbally told hey i'm upset or anything just being like oh i can see that you're upset because just the way that your face is or the way that you hold yourself and acting accordingly so that's something that adhd people suffer with uh, especially myself social cues because it's sort of the it's not so much a lack of understanding it's just I think that we are constantly in a what is it a almost like floating focus states like we're not always present in the current situation so we might be 60% present and especially if we're unmedicated our mind might be off somewhere else and unless we have something to ground us it is really really difficult even in amongst conversations to stay focused i know it really annoys my partners and sometimes my friends that i find the easiest way to concentrate on a conversation especially when it is a meaningful conversation with somebody is to actually be doing something with my hands so for example i seem to focus a lot more strongly when i have my phone in my hand where i can just like twitch it a bit or if i'm holding something or i'm just doing something to occupy that part of the brain that just wants to float off into space like a balloon so and and but that is that is definitely seen as rude I mean, like, imagine if you were having a conversation with someone and you're pouring your heart out and they're they're staring at their phone, even though that they're 100% present with you or 80% much more present than they would be, it still comes across as a bit of a slap in the face. Um, However, I feel very, very, I guess, uh, I feel like I'm letting the other person down, especially if I'm trying to concentrate to what they're saying and I'm trying to be present and look present because most of my energy, because I have nothing to stop that floating focus, is me just staying, trying to stay still and stay present. And that and that to them may seem like I'm paying attention, but for me, not everything is sinking in. And then later on down the track, it may come out as, oh, so you weren't listening or you weren't understanding me. So that is definitely something that's hard and needs that that we all need to work on. Um, another thing too with social cues is because we're, we're always trying to understand the world around us, to look around, because we're not only 
understanding of who's in front of us. We see the whole picture. Like if we walk into a room, we're sort of vigilant on everything in that space or at least a high percentage of that space. So the fact that if someone is talking or they need to get away and they sort of see a blank expression on our face, it may come across as we're otherworldly or strange or odd, which probably deters a lot of people. And I know too, because empathy is something that we do struggle with. And I have to thank my parents for they actually helped me from a young age to to go into that to discover um, and to teach me to be empathetic even though I struggle with it now as an adult especially like I said in my previous relationships podcast that if I'm ever angry or upset empathy is the first thing to go out the window it's almost like I'm a computer who's turning off its non-essential functions just to stay around especially when I'm tired as well, which we'll get to on a later time. Empathy is something that needs to be learned, especially if you want to have a meaningful relationship with anybody, be it friend or significant other, just because you need that to be able to understand them and to be on their side. And because we do struggle with our like unlocking our own empathy it it can it does deter people um and it is something that i have found has affected all my relationships um especially partners um because of that fact and because of that ADHD has a lot of significant traits to people with um, with narcissism or bipolar just because of the constant up and downs and also like the need that we sort of thrive on the adrenaline or the self-fulfillment which to others comes across as boasting but we use to sort of spike endorphins to keep our mind working at optimum levels. Um, So this, in like a social aspect, is very, very strange to neurotypicals, especially since ADD is not really a well-spoken about um, mental health challenge, because a lot of people with ADHD do hide the fact that they have it, and it is present in a lot of men and women um, going through their day-to-day lives and a big challenge is being in amongst social circles where much more we are ambiverts so we do thrive on being out in a extrovert sort of scenario but we are very and probably a lot more safer as introverted individuals so there are some points there about social cues um as like with all my podcasts as i sort of understand a lot more and discover a lot more especially going into the new year which now it's we're on the tail end of 2019 about to go into 2020 so anyone listening listening in the future hello (laughs) um so yeah as we proceed i would 
I'm probably going to express more about about social cues. Um, I hope I hope everyone is doing really really well, and I'll see you on the next episode. See you later.